Welcome to the week four power rankings. Um, lots of shake and bake this week. Lots of movement in the power rankings as wins become more important and total points become more important. Uh, we're going to see a big shakeup in the rankings and we're going to break it down for you guys and entertain you with some positive vibes after last night's presidential debate, which was a complete disaster. Let's go! Number 12 this week. No surprise here. Malcolm and the Kittle. Um, They're 0-3 and dead last in points by... I think almost... 50, 60 points. Um, he's in trouble. Um, let's take a quick look at last week. He lost by 60 points to Peanut Butter Falcon. Not a good look there. And as we look at his team, he's got Latavius Murray and Brian Hill starting at running back going into week four. Um, the guy's in trouble. He's ready. He basically should start his, his stand-up right now. Um, Kittle looks like he's probably out again. Um, you know, Cam had a down week points-wise and another tough matchup with Kansas City. I, I just don't like anything about this team going forward. Um, so we'll move right along to number 11 in the Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, he got his first win last week, folks, uh, which, you know, he, he spent a lot of money in fab dollars, and it really and it paid off. Um, he got a really productive week from Mike Davis and Rex Burkhead, which, to the naked eye, it looks like quite a weak running back tandem, but they put up over 55 points last week together in a route of Malcolm and the Kittle. Um, still a, a team that is not not going to make you nervous, you know, going head-to-head with. He's got Mark Mandrews this week, which would be a tough matchup. Um, I think Bryant stays in the bottom 11 or 12 spot moving forward and, and has trouble – winning another two or three games the rest of the year. Moving right along to number 10 is Wade Carlton in the Chelsea. Um, we take a quick look at Wade. He's 0-3 after another loss to Balls to the Wallers. 131-102.97. Um, you know, I think his draft strategy was right with the addition of Points per rush yard um, to one to point one five uh, with Mixon, Taylor, Gurley, and Johnson, but it just hasn't produced. Um, none of those guys have really rushed for any significant amount of yards. Um, you know, Mixon's averaging eleven a game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's been good in the past game, but he's averaging just under 20 points a game. And then Todd Gurley, 15 points a game, and David Johnson, 15 points a game. 
you know, that's not quite the production that he was hoping out of those four. Um, but a bright spot on this team was Justin Jefferson last week. Um, just a monster game. He had nine nine targets for seven catches, 175 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, is he the new Stephon Diggs in Minneapolis? Um, I think he was on his bench last week, so he's starting him at wide receiver one and sitting down Will Fuller and Deontay Johnson right now, and Sammy Watkins. Uh, so, interesting wide receiver duo. And he just happens to double him with Stefan Diggs at the other wide receiver. So, that, you know, that's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, Wade, I think your team's actually pretty solid if he can get the, some more production from his four um, workhorse running backs. Um, but, yeah, so Wade, 0-3, off to a big hole. But I think he does have some talent on his team. So we'll move right along to number nine. Um, this was the biggest drop of the week from number two last week. was more more Barnshed at number nine. Um, more Barnshed is 0-3, and, and as each week progresses, wins and losses um, have more value in the power rankings, uh, in each week's power rankings. So at 0-3 um, – middle of the tier in points he's he's uh he's in trouble you know he had a really great week last week which is tough but a loss to big deck energy who is surging uh more barn shit put up 163 and a half points and got the loss uh you know you look at his team and he's got some serious talent um from deshaun watson dalvin cook juju travis kelsey tyler lockett to I mean, those are some big-time scorers. So I think Zach, you know, at 0-3, is going to have a hard time making it in with uh, record. I think he's just got to continue to put up 150-plus a week, and I think he's got a good shot at hopping in at a uh, wild-card spot. All right, moving right along to number eight this week after a big performance is the My Cup Ertz and o- owner Colby Johnson. Um, he really put it on me last week, 168.8 to 118.9. Oh, man. Um, you know, I challenged him last week with, you know, to stop overthinking and just play his best players, and, and that's what he did. And they and they, they showed up for him and, and really put the barn shed on my ass. Um a really talented team here from Murray to Edwards, Elair, Hunt, Jones, Cup, Ertz, Gallup, AJ Green. Not a lot to not like about that, which was a big surprise last week was his flex. Um, Alan Lazard had two catches for over 50 yards. Hasn't happened in quite some time. And the touchdowns. Um, he and Michael Gallup outscored. Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins in the flex position. And DeAndre Hopkins and Keenan Allen put up 55. So I knew I was in trouble there with Gallup and Lazard having monster games. And Cooper Cup and Kyler Murray and Edwards Allard just kind of did what they usually do. So a big win for Colby. I really do like his team. He's at 2-1. and one. He's seventh in the standings. Um a lot to be excited for for owner Colby Johnson. 
And we'll move up to uh, number seven and the Charlotte football team. Um, let's take a quick look at them. The Charlotte football team is now two and one after a loss this week to the United States of Comarica, who put up a league high 196.65 points on Duncan. Um, he really didn't have a chance. He kind of had a down week anyway, only scoring 137. Um, but if we look at his team, you know, he went and traded for Hayden Hurst, which I think in the long run he will produce a little more. He didn't do much last week. I think he had one one or two catches for a touchdown in a, you know, under 10 yards. But Josh Allen still producing. Kenyon Drake, um, I think he's got a he's got quite the dilemma at running back. He's he's really waiting for a starter or a one one B running back to get hurt because he's got Fournette, Madison, Edmonds, just kind of waiting to for the to find that RB two spot. Um, at wide receiver, he's very strong with Thielen, McLaren, McLaurin, and uh, Adams. So, you know, I think he's one or two injuries away or COVID cases away from being, you know, maybe a top of the half top half of the league team you know he's right in the middle of the pack right now it's sixth in the standings and two and one so he's in just fine shape to make a playoff run all right scooting to the top half of the power ranking this week's um at number six is the high value tough eats uh, my squad after a, a big bad ugly loss to colby um, and just a down week for just about everybody on my team. Um, hurting at the RB2 spot. Went and got J.K. Dobbins, whose production has not increased each week. Like everyone says, he had two carries and eight points. Or, uh, yep, eight and a half points. I don't know if he's going to be an option moving forward. So went and picked up Carlos Hyde off waivers, um, hoping Carson misses a week or two with that knee sprain. That would maybe bridge the gap till CMC gets back. Um, also picked up Cole Beasley if John Brown is out again in week four after being pulled in week three, putting up a, a donut, zero points. And then Lamar Jackson looked terrible in Monday Night Football and was really abused by the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I think I'll be okay going forward. Um, you know, I need I need CMC back. I don't think anyone would argue with me. So we'll leave it at that. Two and one and fifth in the rankings or the standings. So as we move up to number five, it's the Mark Mandrews is your daddy and owner Mark Mandrews himself, Tyler Andrews. Um... Another loss for Tyler. He's now moved down to one and two. He did put up almost 160 points, so he's doing really fine in points. But the one and two mark is, is concerning. Um, the athletic Atlanta Athletic Chubb really put it on him by scoring 190 points. Um, not much you can do there when a team produces that kind of points. But uh, taking a look at 
Mark Mandrews' team, I mean, I do think he's stacked. Wilson, Elliott, Carson, Hill, Andrews, Singletary, um, with some nice pieces on his bench with Hunter Henry. You know, the Devonta Freeman might be something to, you know, sniff at moving forward in the weeks to come as he gets his football legs back. So not all is lost for the Andrews. Um, talented team. Let's see where he's sitting in points right now. I believe he's been really scoring some good points. He's third in points right now, so that's uh, that is a good place to be. Um, at the very least, he's in a good spot for a wild card spot. Juking up to number four is the United States of Comarica. Um, owner Sims, McElfresh, and a new team name after a big week. And um, really some nice momentum for Sims moving forward. He's, he's now 2-1 and one and fourth in the standings. After leading the league with 196.65 points and a win over the Charlotte football team. Um, a dangerous team to say the least. I think with Mahomes and Kamara, those are two guys that can, you know, win you a week each week. And then he throws guys in like James Conner, DK Metcalf, CD Lamb, Mike Gazeki, and Raheem Mostert um, as he gets healthy. Those are all guys that can really score a ton of points. So he's very dangerous. Kind of depends what kind of week you uh, catch him in, but a big-time potential scorer each week. And I think the league is on notice that Sims is for real. Um, he's rolling up against the high-value Tough Eats. That's myself this week. Um, I like him as a favorite to go 3-1 and one and really put his foot on the throat of his haters. So congrats, Sims. You're looking good, buddy. All right, number three is the Atlanta Athletic Chubb, who also had a monster week, scoring 190 points and just dismantling the Mark Managers as your daddy. Always a good feeling when you beat up on an old college roommate and BFF. So let's take a quick look at, at uh, Will's squad. Two and one and third in the standings. He's put up big points each week. Um... Roethlisberger, Chubb, James Robinson, Woods, Ridley, Jonu Smith, Thickneck, and Austin Eckler, Marquise Brown, and Patriots D. Um, I don't think he'll be able to run out Patriots D this week against Kansas City. Maybe he will hope for a couple turnovers just to get in the positive. Um, Kansas City offense is almost unstoppable when they're clicking. But he's still got some studs on his bench as well with Ronald Jones, Marvin Jones. Uh, two, you know, most teams would probably start those two guys. That's how deep Will is this year. Um, he's got Benny Snell, Stash, which is nice. Renfro and Breeze uh, for a bye week replacement at quarterback. And then Mo Alley Cox um, at tight end. Uh, Will's team's really good, folks. Uh, if he's going to get 35 from James Robinson, I don't see him losing many games. Uh, great 
great week three for him and really looking to be a top one or two seed going into the playoffs. All right, folks, let's hop up to the top two teams in this week's playoffs. Um, we're going to start with number two in the balls to the wallers. Just missing that top spot. Um, but this is one of two teams that's 3-0. and um, And off to an excellent start. Didn't have a great week, but got the dub against... Um, Wade, which isn't too tough to do. He put up 130 points. 3-0, second in the standings um, and in the power rankings. So let's look a quick look at his team. Very, very dangerous squad. Rodgers, Jacobs, Ingram, Cooper, Waller, Aaron Jones. Uh, really nice pieces. He's got a deep bench too. Um, not much not to like about this team. Let's take a quick look at his team and regarding overall points, which everyone's interested in. So he is actually sixth in points, so middle of the pack in points, but with the three and zero mark, you know you have a nice little padding for uh, a playoff run. I think he is a middle of the pack talent, but if he keeps winning games, he's going to get into the playoffs. Um, so there's that. Uh, so that leaves us with the number one spot. First time this year is the Big Deck Energy. Um, and Ian, going back to his old championship team, just putting up big points each week. So if we take a quick look at Big Deck Energy, 3-0 and and number one in the standings and power rankings, he had that big win over Moore Barnshed. 167 to 163. Um, a really solid team, and, and Dak Prescott has been a huge point scorer with 42 and 35 the past two weeks. With uh, and he kind of he's got some really just nice pieces with Henry Sanders, Robinson, Edelman, and Boyd and Montgomery and Flex. He sat OBJ, I believe. Let's take a look. Let's take a look who he actually play, he actually started last week in his big win. Yep. So he he sat Odell, which was a good move. Um, everyone that he played over him, except for Edelman, outscored him. So got to feel good about that. He's got a kind of a wild card wide receiver with Brandon Ayuki. He put up twenty three points last week. He's on the bench. Um, Dallas Goddard's always nice to have. First, Ertz gets hurt, um, and he's always got OBJ to throw in there as well. So really a solid team. He's off to a really good start. I don't know if he's a top one talent on you know just the passing the eye test. Let's look at his points for. Um, yeah, he's down there at five with for points for so. I think he's a playoff team. I don't think he's a top team by the end of the year. Um, but if you're three and zero, you know, you, like I said with Josh's team, you just you got a nice cushion to make the playoffs and make a run. Um, so congratulations, Big Deck Energy, number one in the Week Four Power Rankings. <laughs>
Guys, thanks for listening to the Week 4 Power Rankings. Um, just got alerted that the Steelers-Titans game has been postponed. That has some big implications for Week 4. Um, I think we all were prepared mentally that something like this could happen. Um, so this is where, you know, bench depth really going to come into play. Um, who can go grab that waiver wire guy today? Um I'm sure Will is all over it as he has just texted the group chat. But um, this is COVID-2020, guys. We're going to miss games. We're going to have people out. I know the first three weeks have kind of been seamless, but with the travel that these guys are doing, um, people are going to get in, in test positive for this this uh, Corona China virus. Um, so, you know. Stay, stay up, get your alerts going because we're going to have more games postponed and pushed back and, you know, points will be missed on a week-to-week basis. Who can survive the injuries, the corona, and just the daily grind of fantasy in the fall? So I'm excited for week four and the weeks moving forward. Hope you guys enjoy the pod and have a great rest of the week. Um. Look forward to uh, Thursday night's game and obviously Sunday and Monday. So, bye-bye.